Let's do this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bring in the energy. <laughs> it's like what day I've lost track of quarantine right now. And I think it's now just starting to like hit my body that like I have not gone outside my house for a very long time. Do you not go outside your house? Oh, no, we go on walks and everything. But like there's a difference between like, I don't know, just like going out and doing stuff. And then like, wait, wait, wait. are you telling me you actually left your house before all of this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like out there. Uh, it's it was you know I I took it for granted you know I thought it was a terrifying place before this whole thing and now I just really actually thinking yeah, about it isn't it right I, I'm just like yearning to go to a brewery and just mm-hmm. like chill out in a chill atmosphere with a beer and like some soft pretzels. Hell yeah! This is but, a little sad to off. admit. But this whole thing has not impacted my life drastically. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. Oh, it's God. I feel well that. equipped. You're just a prepper at heart, right? Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the better term for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's actually weird because I think in many ways, obviously, there's terrible things going down. But in many ways, um, you see magical things. I mean, like, I, like we go outside and I see on a Tuesday, like a full family, like mom, dad, uh, two kids, uh, they're all biking. The fuck else are they going to do? It's like, holy shit. I don't even see this on the weekends. Dude, that's a death like, sentence right there. Biking. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's really dangerous. <laughs> I've definitely yeah, biking is what gets you COVID. Exactly. Mm-hmm. New facts. <laughs> It's really strange, though, because, like, I never thought that we had that many dogs on our street. And then, like, suddenly this past weekend, we, like, took Brett out for a walk. And we were just like, where did all these dogs come from? Like, why haven't you been walking your dogs before this shit happened? <laughs> Maybe they're because they walk their dogs at five in the morning. Yeah. Maybe. Did McCoy just say the same thing? I totally did. Except that now that I'm thinking about this, Zoe would probably see those people. So I think we have to readjust our strategy. <laughs> you're right, you're well, right. have we considered that maybe they're just ferals that the locals have tamed? <laughs> maybe. That is, maybe. That is possible. Had they we considered know something it? something that no. we don't. <laughs> I had not considered it. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's just a while. Like, you see shit you wouldn't see before. Like, you know... There's yeah. all those news articles about animals coming back. I haven't seen like animals coming back or anything, but I definitely have seen like both a bunch of people from my community and I guess dogs from my community that I didn't know were there. But also like I've also seen like if it rains a little, it's like no one's out. Everyone's like, fuck it. I'm not going out there to get wet and die. Like that's just yeah. not me. And so then they just stay inside. So then I just like walk around being like, whoa. So it's been a very strange, strange experience. Oh, Lynn and I are just going out tons of walks. Just tons of walks, but we can't use our normal path. Actually, I used to run on this path every morning, uh, not for very long, but just to like wake myself up. And I can't use it anymore because everyone who I guess lives here, but I've never seen before that I think worked or something like doesn't have anything to do. And they like walk around the path and it just becomes so congested. And I'm like, am I really going to like wade through like a bunch of people on this path to fucking do this? So no. So I have to do (laughs) it. different run paths it's awful it's the worst thing i've ever experienced because i'm a you know now that those people are in the habit of using that path they're just always going to yeah even after covid 
if they weren't like you know if it was if it was you know in this after covid that you speak of i could accept this and i would run around them happily but like dude i'm seeing full families that are just like going wide on the walkway where they're like you know what i'm saying like it's like it's it's not as opposed uh, to being linear it's same shit they're like social sidewalks. distancing themselves from each other even though they live together yeah except they're like but like it's not a huge path so they're like they're like shoulder to shoulder and they create like a wall and you have to yeah. fucking like what am i supposed to do and they look at you like are you gonna kill my children it's like no i'm not gonna kill your what tell them to fucking stand behind you <laughs> god what the fuck it's a, it's a weird place out there man um, apparently those california parents doing a bad job i don't know it's bad. michigan parents as well oh, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say like on our walks it's like we'll be approaching people and it's just this whole like game of chicken of like who's gonna move into the street versus who's gonna stay on the sidewalk really <laughs> so you just kind of like eye each other and then like eventually because we have a dog we're just like we'll just go into the street whatever <laughs> yeah or like cross if you were crossing the other side of the street like okay there's people coming like i'm crossing yeah exactly we'll do that as well although there was like one time where like we were walking there's people coming towards us I cross to the other side of the street. At the same time, this person like comes out from behind their vehicle in the driveway of like the spot across the street I'm trying to get to. And there was just this like moment of being petrified. We're just yep. like standing there like deer in the headlights looking at each other like, oh, shit, I didn't expect you to be there. Oh, shit. And so we just kind of stood there and then I just kind of decided to walk in the middle of the street for a little bit <laughs> before oh, until God. I passed them. <laughs> You're like, I could die. It's like death to my left, <laughs> death to my right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hard it's a hard life out there. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of it's a hard life out there, um, GDC, you guys hear about this shit? They so they they canceled uh or postponed, I should say. If that's probably the technical Which term, is GDC. The game developers conference. That's right. It's the thing that like never was supposed to be super publicized, but has been super publicized for a long time now. And now yeah. like because it, it's supposed to be, it, I guess, allegedly was supposed to be, you know, developers getting together and trying to figure out ways that they could, you know, work together or have you solved problems this way or network or whatever. And then, you know, people were like, well, I brought my game too. And then news people were like, oh, so you brought your game? I brought my team. And then they were like, okay, cool. We brought our PR people too. And now it's just, you know, any other conference. I was going to say, so it's just like a general games conference with like game trailers and shit. Basically, yeah. Yeah, but the public aren't allowed in, so... Like mm -hmm. the thing that E3 did that people say ruined it, they didn't, they haven't done. Yeah. I guess people like them more. I don't know. Obviously, we've never been to any, or well, I shouldn't say we, but I've never been to any of these conferences. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they made a, a bundle of 167 games that you're allowed to name your price for um, in case you felt really? like you didn't have enough games to play. Yeah. And it's a. It's a fundraising for, uh, it looks to be like just general relief. I, I wonder if it's for like, is it for devs that had to cancel their travel or what is it for exactly? I'm not sure. It doesn't quite say here, um, but it's for relief. So nice. If you like relief um, and giving it to people and a bunch of games, check it's, that out. It's for GDC. That's what it's for. <laughs> is it for GDC? What the fuck? A fundraising campaign to support developers impacted by the loss of the show. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I, what I suspected. Um in other words, the loss of the show being like, fuck, I paid for that ticket. <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, 
stuff like that. So that's a little fun. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Hmm. In case you're feeling cooped up, American Truck Simulator lets you cruise around Colorado in the new DLC. So you're saying we all moved to Colorado after this. Is that what you're saying? I hear it, man. I think, Let's do it. I think, I think they're saying play American Truck Simulator. Well, but the underlying current is like, bro, Colorado. Colorado. You heard about that shit? There's Dude, trees and shit over there. For real, though, the simulator games are probably having a heyday right now because now their advertising <laughs> campaign is probably like, hey, remember when we used to go outside? Mm-hmm. You can do that, too. <laughs> do you remember when we used to be a goat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, it's our time to shine. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I don't goat think... Goat people rise up. I don't think I could find I, I wouldn't play apparently the simulator games are fun but like I would rather play like a post-apocalyptic game and then just lean in rather than play like life simulator like if there was like yeah, a job I'd rather, simulator I'd rather like just become a farmer than play farm simulator yeah except Stardew Valley which is not really farm simulator it's more just like farm fun <laughs> the game yeah that's I would say that's not a farming simulator because you're not like literally driving a uh tractor and shit like you can if you install a mod for it (laughs) oh yeah but it's top down it's it's all it it has a much higher level of abstraction than farming simulator ah well i guess that's fair i wish stardew valley was real life that'd be great all I'd have to do is just give somebody like an apple and they'll marry me. Bro. Right. You could still Life try it. Life would have been it. so much easier. <laughs> you could still try it. Maybe it works. Try it with know. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just give him an apple and be like, now will you marry me? <laughs> and he's like, what did I do a year ago? No, no that doesn't count. <laughs> Dude, the real thing though is that I hate apples. Like. Really? Does anyone else, like, love apples? Am I just an asshole? I'm just, like, I'm trying to gauge the field here. Sounds like you're an asshole. I, mean, I like apples. I like oh. apples, but I don't like eating them just plain. I like to have them with, like, caramel sauce or, like, with peanut butter Okay. on the mm. side. Okay. But, like, I never, like, buy apples at the grocery store for the sake of just, like, cutting one up and eating it. Okay. Oh, yeah, me neither. Which actually reminds me, there was like a woman who used to work at my workplace who every day she'd bring in a whole apple and try to like cut it down the middle with a butter knife that she had. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's just sad. Oh, yeah. it was always the best because she kind of like lodged it at the top and then just kind of like the apple would get stuck on the knife and then she'd just kind of like hammer it into her desk till it would like <laughs> explode everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with that people, was just man? her ritual she's like ah oh, who has clorox wipes i have apple all over my desk and then you know a couple weeks later she'd be like why is my cue key sticking on my keyboard i just i don't get it <laughs> dude wait okay this is like a foreshadowing for our, our our episode to come but does anybody know how to turn off sticky keys do you know what i'm referring to when i say sticky keys Right, it's uh, like if you press the tab button five times or something like that. Yeah, tab or shift. Shift is the one that's yeah. fucking me. Yeah, I think it's shift, yeah. I don't remember. I might I have think to... I might have permanently okay. turned that off, but... I'm pretty sure you can turn it off when the pop-up comes up. 
okay maybe i need yeah, to like read it more because back in high school when it bothered me then in the computer lab i remember being not able to turn it off but maybe i can now it's not technically on it's the pop-up that asks me if i want it to be on and i'm really confused because i think premise... it might there might be a button that says never ask again i'm I pretty sure because so. i don't get it i'm spamming okay, shift yeah. right now and nothing's coming up okay i'm spamming shift right now too because this shit needs to stop <laughs> Okay, disable this keyboard shortcut. Gamers rise try, up. Try spamming alt get rid F4. Of <laughs> Can we get no, shifts in the chat, please? Okay, it's shift, <laughs> control, alt, or windows logo key by pressing it. Okay, yeah, disable this keyboard shortcut. Okay, I'll do this later. But the point is, holy fuck, this was fucking me over in Hades. But we'll get to there. We'll get to there. All right. um, Don't all you right. want to click disable this keyboard shortcut? No, because then I have to go into the fucking settings, and I think I'm doing a podcast. Um, but, <laughs> but I'll do it later. Um, but by the way, speaking of, just because maybe there's a new person listening to this, like, Zoe, who the fuck are we, and what are we doing, and why are we talking about news, and are we going to talk about Hades ever, or what? <laughs> why would you not fix the problem right now, McCoy? Uh, it's a podcast! <laughs> you literally just found the answer you were looking for. No, because I have to go into the okay. settings. It's gonna take oh, I think McCoy's oh, just no. afraid of stopping his recording. Oh, no. Hard professionalism. I have to click right? another button. <laughs> We're Next so professional. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. When Don't I lie do to the people, set. James. There's nothing professional about us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but they know that. They're, they weren't like sitting there going like, I'm kind of on the fence as to whether they're professional or not. I wonder if they could let us know so we could definitively, you know, I think they got it. Like, comment, and subscribe if you think McCoy's an asshole. I guess eventually this could be on YouTube someday. Hey, if you're in the future and this is on YouTube... Like, comment, and subscribe, bro. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you like know it, about leave McCoy. a comment. If you don't like it, leave a comment. <laughs> Dude, we've been getting spam comments all fucking day long on the YouTube channel. Shit is annoying. I've seen it actually, though. It's it's everywhere. It's it's everywhere. It's not just our YouTube videos. Because I was watching uh, LCS VOD the other day. Because I missed the live showing of the game you don't and have like, to explain yourself but anyway <laughs> now that you did i'm sorry that you missed it you know <laughs> but anyway just in that in the vod comments i saw those exact same accounts being like great content bro keep up the great work and i was like holy fuck it's here as well oh my God. what a dumpster fire what a it's just somebody spreading fire. positivity in these trying times yeah, but there's this one dude who spread positivity three separate times on one same video, and they were all rearrangements of the same sentence, which was, great content, keep it up, or something like that, which is super fucking vague. Then it was like, keep up the work, content, great choice. Oh, fuck. If they had said great choice, I would have left it up there. But I, I it just, it was just... <laughs> It was such bullshit, man. And you sit there and I'm like, no, I'm deleting this. And then there was one guy. There was one guy who was like, look, man, I don't think you watched our shit because he was like pretty, pretty vague about his comment. But he seemed like a real person. And I just said, thank you, man. And gave him like the, the hand emotion uh, emoji. And he was just like, for sure, dog. And I was like, oh, shit, you are real. Like you might still be trying to go for like for like on us on YouTube and we won't bite. Or you're just actually a nice person. And I apparently am just like, you know, just assuming the worst. McCoy's already made very cynical with the YouTube comments. <laughs> Dude, he, he's he's learning. He's real comments and he's cynical. Yeah, the only exactly. real comment that we have so far, other than that guy, is my mom. And thank you, hey. Shout, shout outs. <laughs> to the shout out. That's how you know yeah. McCoy is cynical. He loves sticky keys and hates apples. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love sticky keys. Speaking of sticky keys, we ruined a keyboard recently. And during a pandemic, that's kind of awkward because I was like, fuck, we probably shouldn't order a new one. So I pulled one out of my, I'm an old Apple keyboard of mine out of the closet. And we're using that on our second computer. And it's hilarious. How do you Damn. Ruin Apple How computer ruin keyboards yeah. are the worst. <laughs> I There was think... a period of time when they were excellent. And then they decided to get rid of all of their good work and go terrible. And they've basically been terrible since then. Like on the laptops and stuff? Is that what you're referring to? No, uh, I'm referring general. to... I was talking about, um, like, desktop keyboards. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that are, like, like battery-powered and shit, and it's, like, super annoying. Yeah, no, those all suck. Um, so I have the generation before that that's wired. And I actually, I actually like this keyboard. Is, like it, it's a- is it, like, clear with white keys? No, no, it's silver, but it's like the earliest generation. I think I had this in college, honestly. So back when they made mechanical keyboards, they actually made really decent mechanical keyboards, apparently. Wow. Um, But then they were like, eh, no. But their laptops are like one eighth of a mechanical keyboard in thinness. So they're like, this is just not going to work for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, sorry. Sorry, who are we? <laughs> we are the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, where we're just some friends who play a game each week and then we talk about it. And I did have something, you know, I was all planned out when McCoy was like hyping me up the first time around to say after this, but now after this whole keyboard thing, I'm just like internally seething about my own <laughs> MacBooks. Dude. keyboard right now because it's fucked <laughs> so i've lost my train of thought but that's Dude. who we are <laughs> yo my brother poured uh root beer on my mac laptop keyboard like oh six years ago it's never been the same how generous yeah. of him yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he was doing you a favor <laughs> yeah these keys just are too easy to click you know they're just too yeah. easy so let's get a little stick right. in there a little jank in exactly there. It's called a keyboard silencer. It's actually, I mean, it's a lot better than it was five years ago, but... Um, Dude, the fact that you're still using that is so hilarious to me. <laughs> Did you take the keys off and, like, try to clean it and stuff, or, like... No. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, I think I might have turned it over and put it on some paper towel. Did you put it in rice or something? Like, what is this, like, your phone you dropped in the ocean or something? Yeah, right, exactly. No, no, yeah. no. I, I can't oh. even remember what I did anymore. It was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, those are some real sticky keys. Mm. Every And then you, you turn it on, right? You're like, yeah, actually, I do have sticky keys on. I love how the whole fucking premise of that is, like, bro, is your keyboard broken but only for these buttons? Like, yeah. Well, how did you know? Like, <laughs> you completely diagnosed um, my problem. Thanks. Yeah, so, so I'm James. Um, that's McCoy, and then we so. have Gabe in the background, and you already know Zoe. She's cool. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man, for some reason, this whole intro just seems so weird, but I kind of love it. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, hovering over the next podcast button, but I'm, like... This is actually novel territory. I don't know how to react. Like, I'm just like sitting here like, whoa, guys, this is some new shit. Like, what's the fucking should I air horn this? Like, should I censor this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we just let it ride. 
Bro. We played okay. Hades this week. Uh, yeah. It's one of my favorite games of the past, I don't know, few months. I know it's uh, it's been out a lot longer than that. But honestly, when I first saw this game, when they first released it at, um, was it the Game Awards 2018? Dude, I actually think it was, dude. Um, um. I looked at it and I was like, I don't want to play that at all. Um, Great choice. And so I, I just didn't touch it for uh, uh, over a year. And then um, I I finally, like, saw somebody who was good at the game playing it. And I was like, oh, this actually looks really interesting. And they had added a bunch to the game since then, since they announced it. Uh, it is in early access, and they are updating it with relative frequency. Um, and uh, and I, I picked it up, and I've been playing it ever since pretty consistently so james tell me why'd you choose this like you know you know you've been playing it a ton but like what was like the idea of like you know this would be a dope podcast game yeah so i mean i i just felt like it was a total detour from the direction that we've been going recently with the podcast um which is a lot of these kind of longer form more triple a area games um the council totally get it i was gonna say i don't think the council's a triple okay okay but okay (laughs) okay ouch but i'll let it slide yeah that's a triple d game uh whoa oh uh no 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 i don't uh that i don't know these these games that are like really story uh heavy um like decision-y but more light on the gameplay elements um also and and like multi-week affairs we've done like one or two single week games this whole year i feel like Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that's cool that's like it's different from last year it's 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 been really fun to play these games with you guys but i i felt like um it would be a it would be kind of a breath of fresh air to go back to a single game kind of like one hit and we're done uh gameplay heavy game i mean i can say heavy i think it i mean i think it i think it was that I, th- I think I, in my personal experience, it was that. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I was already excited to play this. This was on my radar only because Supergiant Games made Hades. And ever since I played Bastion and Transistor, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single one of their other games that they've launched, so that would be Pyre and then Hades, like every time they launch a new game, I am immediately intrigued. Mainly because I really love their art style and their music. So I don't necessarily buy their games for the gameplay. It's mainly for those other elements. Um, And for some reason, Hades never hit my radar. I don't know why that is. Well, it was Epic Store exclusive for maybe the first year. Yeah, for a long time, right? Yeah, a long time. 
so I'm thinking that's why I didn't hear about it. Because I remember like when Pyre came out, it was all over the place. It was mm -hmm. all up in my Steam recommended because I had their other two games. And then, yeah, Hades never showed up. I heard McCoy talking about it. He was saying, eh, it's, not, it's not that great. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. And then mm -hmm. when we decided to play it this week, I was actually really intrigued in trying to play this. Because I, I don't play... Okay, here's where my gamer noobness comes to light. But okay, <laughs> oh, is this a rogue like <laughs> or a rogue light? McCor, censor it, censor. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we can't get into that conversation. Oh, Jesus Christ! I think I think maybe we should address this conversation yeah. just a please little. Please do. Bit. Sure, please do. Um, so the the concept of a rogue whatever game is that. Um, you you go in with basically nothing, and you try and build up your character with items that you find in the world. Um, and then when you die, it's permanent. You reset back to the beginning. You have nothing again. That's how the original game Rogue worked, and a whole bunch of games to follow. Rogue, like. Uh, was a term that was coined for the genre of games where those rules apply. Um, and then people decided that games were straying too far away from the original rogue, like, terminology and that the, the water was getting too muddy, so they invented this rogue light term uh, for games that have more meta progression where you build power in the care in kind of the account playing through the runs um and not just in the run itself so so after playing 10 runs you are literally more powerful going into it than you were in uh, uh, in your first one right it's not okay. just skill but i think that all of that is nitpicky uh mm -hmm. like the kind of like Yes, it's good to classify things, but at a certain point, you're just being a dick. Uh, and Sponsored it, by Visual. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. Sponsored by Visual. Um, Got it. Okay. Um, no. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, it's all the same. If you call it a roguelike... I feel like at this point, most people aren't going to get mad at you. And if they are, just look at them funny and say, fuck off. Yeah, we'll uh, just remind them that they're no longer your friend and leave is typically yeah, exactly. the best approach yeah. for that sort of situation. <laughs> right. Like it's it, it just any game that you start a run, like a run based game that ends in death in a finality, like in a, in a final sort of way, like you die and it's over and you start over again. Now, you know every game under the sun including multiplayer games that started back in the day with like call of duty or and there's like other stuff before that but call of duty is one of the best ones they added rpg elements to just multiplayer everyone's getting rpg elements because you just feel better progressing and you doesn't necessarily mean you have to get stronger some games do it really light touch where they're just they give you skins um, some give you different things that don't necessarily make you stronger but can give you alternative options like different weapons or whatever else and this one does 
I guess, both of those if you count the weapon skins, but it also does just straight getting you stronger. So to me, it's just roguelike and yeah, like basically everyone else can go fuck themselves. But to me, roguelike is just run-based games where you die. Um, right. Yeah, permadeath is a big deal and randomized kind of uh, maps or whatever, randomized uh, loot is another important aspect of it so that each run is different yeah and and not only that like you kind of it kind of hands you a hand and it used to be entirely random and i think these games nowadays try to do less of that but the idea is you get something and you're like fuck this is powerful in some way but i have to kind of mold myself to it maybe i'm gonna try to use this weapon upgrade in a particular way and this game definitely does it right like if you get um like if you get lightning on your attack and you have the chain gun, then you're like, I need to kind of change everything up in order to try to support that if I possibly can. So it's like they try to give you these little bits of play style uh, changing items that you then have to kind of change your run. Like you don't go in saying, I'm going to do this necessarily. I mean, you might try, but it's kind of what's the hand it deals you and you kind of have to move. From yeah. There. Yeah. Cool. Right. And so I guess the the thing is, like, these kinds of games don't really appeal to me, which is also probably why Hades also missed my radar, because I just don't play these types of games in general. Um, Can you describe what these kinds of games are? Is it roguelike games? Is roguelike it games, yeah. Like fighter uh, games? Rogue, I, I, would, I would say roguelike... Um, I believe it, they're, like... I think the proper term is, like, bullet hell games, or, like... Mm-hmm. you know ga- games where there's just a lot of projectiles flying at you there's a yep. lot of just numbers and explosions and it's hard to tell what exactly is happening on screen because just so much is happening i felt that way a lot with risk of rain yeah. where you're just kind of like that game shooting is... at something and your health is depleting but because there's like 10 other flashing items you don't notice your health bar going down unless you specifically get trained to look at it like, yeah, that game is nuts with that. Right. <laughs> with yeah. flashes. Mm-hmm. Right. And this this game kind of is too. That said, I think it's the I think it's it it might be the art style, but also there's just a lot more to this game that made me want to keep playing. Um to the point where I didn't mind the, you know, bullet hell aspect of it. I would just kind of I I would play through each of the chambers. I was slowly learning like types of mechanics and what abilities go best with which weapons, you know, which god abilities I should equip to which attack I have. And like, I don't know, I I was more keen. I I sunk six hours into this game this week. Now, granted, this is quarantine time. So like, (laughs) so take with that what you will. But also like, I, those six hours are nothing. Like, it's not bare not. minimum. I no, barely like survived 30 game. minutes in Starseed Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. six yeah. hours exactly. is great. <laughs> and for a roguelike game, I mean, at least a lot of what that I played, I would also agree with you in the sense of maybe I'm similar to you in that way that I don't like them as much. But like a lot of roguelikes that I've played have been like a 30 minute to an hour ordeal where I'm just kind of like, okay, so I don't want to start another run. And I don't think this game necessarily has that 
problem <laughs> for a number of factors that I'm sure we'll get into, like you're describing. But yeah, I, I agree. Like six hours in a roguelike game to me is is an impressive number. Because um, it's doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of in the same boat too, except for me, uh, full disclosure, I didn't play this game as much as you guys. Mm-hmm. So listener, take my opinion with a grain of salt compared to the other three on this podcast. Um, but I'm in a similar boat to you guys where I'm not a huge fan of roguelikes. But opposite to Zoe's case, I actually really enjoyed uh, Risk of Rain 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's to, like, I guess more of that like 3D space compared yeah. to something like this where it's, you know, top mm-hmm. down dodging all this stuff. Um, it's It's a cool game, but it was not my cup of tea a hundred percent but i do agree that i think the art style is really cool i appreciate Mm -hmm. the mechanics and uh yeah the music's pretty fucking rad as well (laughs) dude like no joke though i would like be i i so what I do sometimes in my spare time is I like to build houses on The Sims 4. And so I'll queue up The Sims 4 and I'll put on a Spotify soundtrack in the background and I'll start crafting a house. And the other day I was watched The Sims 4 and I played the Hades soundtrack and I'm kind of building, building my house. I'm kind of building a lot. I'm lo- working on the landscaping and then I just kind of sit there and I pause and then I quit the game and play Hades because I was just oh, too like yeah. I I get just too, got you amped too amped up. Amped? Yeah, yeah, I was just oh, kind of like, life. oh fuck, like I I want to kill some things right now. <laughs> like, let's go. Zoe, can wow. I pitch an idea to you? Yeah, huh? sure. I want you to stream you building a house in Sims while listening to the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> you're just pulling ladders out from all your Sims in the fucking pool and just like watching them die. Oh my god. Oh my god. I will totally stream myself doing that. Yes. For everyone's hell enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. Write it down. You heard it here first. World first Doom Sim combo. <laughs> World premiere. Alternatively, Gabe, Whoa, actually, weird. I counter challenge you. If Zoe does this, I think the only fair response is that you should play uh, Doom while listening to whatever the fuck the soundtrack is for the Sims. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Dude, the Sims like does the Sims still have the same like store uh, soundtrack that it used to? No, I mean it's it's, it's heavily oh. updated since like it's Sims two days. But um, that song was a classic. Still, I was going to say it needs to be like the Sims 2 soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, like, I will say like, <laughs> there is a there is a banger in the Sims I listen to on occasion. And it's this. It's uh, oh, good. <laughs> Rise Against Savior, but in Simlish. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Damn, put it it's a banger. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> All right. We'll post that in the. Uh, I guess you can't do links Instagram? in the Instagram, can you? No, I guess you can't, right? Uh, we can't oh, do links. Shit. That's why Maybe I say we'll link. Post that bio. on the Twitter. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! Used. The first post is just this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god! This is great. Okay. I might do like a little like ten second clip clip on the Instagram Perfect. just to be Perfect. like. <laughs> That's where it should be. Perfect. <laughs> Well, we've done our social media right today, boys and our boy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 
cool. Like, okay, so I guess what I think is worth noting about this is that the <laughs> other day, James, like, streamed some Hades for us through the Discord Go Live, which is, like, a very strange and cool feature that doesn't seem to work for us at all um, in any consistent way, but is very cool and very low latency. But anyways, uh, James is a fucking god at this game. That's what I didn't realize going in. And um, I the, the thing that was so notable to me is that James is on mouse and keyboard and he's just dashing around like a fucking baller and getting dudes backs and just taking them down. It's one of these short uh, shield guys that are super annoying and stuff like that. And uh, this game tells you that you should play it on controller. And I did enjoy my experience on controller, but recently I did switch to mouse and keyboard and it has totally changed it up for me. Um, yeah, it it must be a fucking lie that you should play this game on controller. Maybe like, it was true once. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I I just I don't know. It's like all of the enemies attack quickly. They dash around and like I I can't imagine using a controller successfully to track their their movement and actually like jump in the direction that you need to be going. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's a fast paced high action game and top down game where you are jumping all over the place and trying to attack in different directions from where you're jumping to I don't know maybe I guess it might be possible well the, the jump the, I the think is like it must be possible on the controller but yeah yeah the jump the jump is decent. I don't know if you guys can hear me. My Discord is destroying itself. But um, the jump is decent on controller, but aiming things is really hard. Like, mm. just really hard. Um, oh, yeah, the there's mouse, also, like, yeah. like targeted, like, shots in some of the weapons. Yes. Do you saw that? You saw what it was like to lob a Dionysus uh, special, I guess it is. No, 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 cast. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah. little, like, bomb yeah. that flies yep. out. Holy any, any moly, that's hard. Lob. So that one is specifically, it's one of your abilities becomes like, th I think it's called Festive Fog. Um, yeah. Where basically you throw some like poison smoke out and you like select an area which a circle of this fog like goes to and so on controller you had to stop everything else that you're doing to yes. control where that thing is going instead of where you are going yes like select where it's gonna go and then you gain control of your character again in the meantime you probably got hit a literal death sentence in a game like this yeah at least at the higher levels um not to mention you should probably throw a bunch of those things, maybe all in sequence, especially if you're remembering yeah. that you have them. <laughs> you're like, oh, I, have, <laughs> I have a cast? Or, yeah, is it is the cast the fucking That's one? That's the, the one. Um, What's the thing? There's special, right? There's attack. Those are the two centered around your weapon. Then there's that thing you throw out that you have to pick up. That's What's the that cast. Yeah, you're, you're cast. Okay, you're and cast. And then, then there's a call where gotcha. you call upon an Olympian god. Gotcha. That and, makes sense. uh... And cast and call uh, should be renamed because they're way too similar. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that almost every single time the cast sucks. <laughs> Not always. If you buy into it nicely, <laughs> it can work. But it is like so it's each, such a waste sometimes. 
so the the one that we were talking about earlier, the festive fog, is actually excellent because it does a huge amount of damage if you hit something with it, and then it constantly it like confuses the enemies so they can't attack yep. you when you when they're yep. inside of it. So you can just like run up and hit them without being afraid of taking damage. So yep. that's actually excellent. Um, but it doesn't the the basic cast will stick into enemies if you hit them with it and then give you a bonus 10% damage um, on those enemies if you have that upgrade, which is very right. good and really important for getting high, uh, for, for raising your DPS, especially on bosses. Um, but it's it's one of the harder things to get used to doing because you're focused on your weapon because you only you only have up to three of them, which, by the way, is also an upgrade. I believe you start with one. Um, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And so you need to spend your currency outside of the game on that instead of getting something else upgraded <clears throat> for this thing that you only are used to dealing with one of per... I mean, you can shoot it and then, like, pick it up again, but... It's like hard to manage that while you also have a weapon that just deals damage consistently, so it feels really shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. Have you guys noticed that, at least for me, and I don't think this is always true, but a lot of times you kind of end up, like, especially if you get an upgrade early or something that is actually working for you, you end up being like, I have one button, and this is the one that I press over and over again, and if I press any other button, I'm wrong, and I shouldn't have done that. Like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think like I I unlocked the the brawler gloves. Oh yeah, that's the I brand just, new weapon. I just special attack with the brawler gloves mm-hmm. everywhere because mm-hmm. I just like upgraded it to a pretty like powerful capacity. So I'm just going around just like lobbing people in the face, just straight on because I was yeah. just like, it worked yeah. for a time, and then enemies started jumping away from me and. I had trouble, but... Yo, that's cheating. <laughs> yeah, they should really do that. <laughs> throw a, throw a, f- a fucking fog bomb on them. Dude, it's like, especially with the Brawler's Glove, though, I literally had almost the same experience where I upgraded that special attack, and then I kept trying to, like... Because I felt like the class wanted to do, like, you know, your normal attack, which are kind of like your light attacks, and you hit them a bunch, and then maybe it even knocks them back, and then that's outside of your normal attack range, then you hit them with the uppercut, and... Fuck all that noise, dude. Like, it's just no, like, it's, I got... S- <laughs> yeah. If you if you get a couple of upgrades on your special, then you're just you're just only ever hitting that one button. And, and the range no is pretty decent. To do the other attack. Yeah. Yeah. And so the like range, a- for that specific weapon, the range in your, like, basic attack punches is, like, it's, like, two inches. Yeah. And that's real life, not in-game, like, on your screen. It's, like, yeah. they're, like literal punches there's no range at all um speaking of so i was using the bow today and um world of difference on the mouse obviously but not getting into that just saying um i noticed with the bow the because it's not quite top down it's like isometric these are words i don't truly understand enough to say out loud but like you know what I mean? Like the whatever the the vantage point is, that's not straight down. It's like at an angle. Uh, yeah. 
it makes it so like if you're pointing the bow like to your left it like extends almost the whole screen if you're pointing it like up like in a certain way sometimes it's like this like short little arrow and you're like what the fuck and it's uh-huh. like so it's like it's not like even around you and so i definitely yep. like i definitely like struggle with that a little bit like judging range that way or even just judging where i should be jumping or how long my dashes were going to be i don't know if you guys struggle with that at all but just like it was just a little bit um i struggle with the me. bow in general hmm. Hmm. um <laughs> Zoe, yeah, have you- I've, I've, I feel that <laughs> because I, I've been trying to like, I, I've been with each run that I do, I, I, I have a cycle of weapons that I go through, so I never try to focus on one. I'm trying to use them all just to get like the the prophecies fulfilled as well mm-hmm. as like the, um, I don't know, just getting used to different weapon types. And so like yeah, like using like the gloves and the sword and even like the little spear thing is great and then i get to like the the bow and arrow and i kind of forget that you need to be like out of range (laughs) and for some reason i always just find myself like backed into a corner with like 10 people at close range around me and i'm just kind of like i can't i can't (laughs) and i just take way too much damage even like i'll use my special but I haven't upgraded it to like yep. serious damage. So I I die a lot sooner in my runs when I use the bow and arrow, but I'm trying to practice. Dude, <laughs> I fucking love the bow and arrow. Maybe I'm like the fucking other I just I played ADC in League of Legends for so long. I fucking love the bow. Like I it's like my best weapon by like a country mile. Like it is That's hilarious. Because it's all just like that <clears throat> same weird because you guys were talking about this the other day and I so feel it now playing on the mouse keyboard. You're like, oh, it's kind of like League. And I'm like, oh, cool. Is it kind of like League? I guess that'd be kind of cool. And it totally is. It's just like that weird, like, where you're looking at the screen, but you're kind of not. You're like really just looking for threats while like trying, I guess, to hit your opponents. And like you try and you hit them, but you're just like scanning for threats and you're just like dodge, 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 dodge. Like motherfuckers be throwing cues at me. Motherfuckers be throwing stuns at me. Like I got to get the fuck out of here. And so then <laughs> that's been helpful. Uh, so I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But it's like an it's like an ADC's fantasy, though, because you like instead of getting one flash, you get like 100 flashes that you just need to wait a second between them, <laughs> between every two. And you're just flashing all the fucking you're like, I'm getting out of here. Fuck this noise. Um, you know, that really makes sense um, for that weapon. Um, I don't know. I. Like, you watch me play, my my style is definitely, like, spammy sh- as hell. Uh, yeah. And so, <clears throat> the, I don't, it, I, the bow is, I think, probably my worst. Um, It's funny, I basically ignored it for a long time and then went back to it and just won the first, like, run that I did with it again. <laughs> So I don't know, maybe maybe I'm better at it a little bit now, but um, I don't know. I just really don't like that basic attack, like mm. h- how slow it takes to charge up. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. It's interesting. There's actually a lot of nuance to it, though, like because mm-hmm. you can fully charge it up to the flash to get the extra damage, but you can release yep. it early for less range, but you can also release it not immediately but very soon, quite soon, after you start charging it for a sort of, like, shotgun-esque 
approach in front of you if you need to. And especially if you have an on hit effect, you can kind of spam that a little bit up close to someone. And uh, you can also do like a medium range dash attack with it. Um, mm-hmm. Where like just after you dash, you can tap attack. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Or like during your dash. Yeah, and but you can hit special still... and then miss and then be like, this wasn't as consistent as I wanted it to be. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's most of my life with the with the bow. <laughs> yeah, like when Zoe's saying that story of like, yeah, and then they corner me and then I guess I just special. It's exactly what I do. They corner me and then I special. I'm like, this is my escape, right? And it doesn't do It doesn't do anything. any damage. <laughs> <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so I feel that. So then wait, what's a, so, okay, let, let's go around in a fucking circle. What's everyone's favorite weapon? Um, I shouldn't have done that voice. God damn. Okay. Well, but what I'm trying to say is what's your favorite weapon? Um, I guess for me so far, it's the bow, but I'm testing the gun, which I just unlocked before this podcast. I'm not sure. Seems a little wonky and weird and reloading and all sorts of weird stuff like that. But what about you guys? Uh, I guess we'll start with James the God. Um... I like the sword and the spear the best, I believe. Um, I think um, the gun is cool, but there's some things about it that I just feel are a little bit weird. Um, and I've, I've only played like one run or maybe, yeah, like one run with the new... I don't know, brass knuckle things. So I think those were pretty cool, but I don't feel like I know enough about them to say that they're like my favorite. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. So what about you? Yeah, I was going to say the brawler gloves are my favorite so far Hmm. because it's just kind of a lot of in your face, like spam attacking like i don't know the attack speed on the gloves are really fast Mm -hmm. um and the special is very powerful um the first time i equipped the brawler gloves i had originally not been able to get i i got to i got past magara the first um the first boss yeah um, and then I only got to like one or two chambers after that usually, but once I equipped the brawler gloves, I got all the way into three chambers into the third world. Wow. Um, so I'm a fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> they feel good. <laughs> they feel good. I felt really great that in the fire world, I defeated the boss on my first try. That's Dude, a great congratulations. So, Damn, that's sick. Um, so Dude, yeah, honestly those, though, those the first boss favorite. just sucks. <laughs> I think the first boss just sucks. Like it's like it's so it's so hard when you're new. Like when I was right. new, it was, she was spanking me, and I was like, "Come on, man!" Like, did you, did you feel that? Yeah. No, I I I was definitely feeling. So, I guess for the listener out there, like context, we we kind of met, uh, you know, over the weekend, and for a while there, I was like, "Am I just bad at this game?" Or, like, can I just not get past the first boss? Is that normal to, like, fail at the first boss so many times? And James is like, oh, no, you're fine. You just got to get strong. And I was like, phew. Okay. <laughs> like, that's great. Because, like, I would just go in. I would, like, just be fighting my heart out, thinking I'm doing every dive, like, 
dive mechanic. I feel like I'm doing so well. And I just kept on dying. And I felt so frustrated for the longest time. And I'm just like, you know, maybe it's just because of my, you know, newness to the roguelike genre where it's like you do your character gets stronger the next run you do so like don't worry you're just kind of developing your skills right now but for a while there i was just like oh no this game is impossible i can't get past this first (laughs) boss yeah oh plus i have to say i feel like she's a counter for melee classes which is like hey that's most of the game welcome but like as a bow person you just you just hand it to her from a distance Cause she does that like spin attack, which is fucking nuts. And then she like jumps at you, which is fucking nuts. And so it's just like, you're sitting there like, fuck, every time I get close to you to, to do damage, I get smacked. And then I'm sitting there like, I don't have to get close to her. Nice. <laughs> like the end, I feel the same thing with the Taurus guy that runs at you and tries to smash you. I'm like, cool. I don't need to get, that's need the to get boss the of the third world. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Zoe's gotten there yet. Spoilers. I, I got to the, I guess the first version of the third world boss, the Taurus, the the bull. Yeah, I, I've gotten mm-hmm. I've gotten to his fight. Um, oh, okay, yeah, where I, where you I, fight just him? Yeah, just him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's tough, the farthest I've gotten. <laughs> to me, that's tough. a tough like fight, and it's like it super sucks to get him the first your first time through that world, which happened to me, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" yeah because it's like the first time you get like a mini boss and he's hard as hell he's hard as hell uh so yeah that's that's definitely just that like mini boss in the third world has ended many of my runs (laughs) yeah he's hard as hell he ended one of my runs just recently Um, luckily i had enough keys so it didn't matter Gabe, do you have a favorite weapon uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think for me, like I said, I did not play a ton, but for me, it's the, the bow. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like that kiting, uh, play style. Mm-hmm. And I think that that might just be ingrained in me from, uh, playing a lot of World of Warcraft as a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, like, yeah, I think it's just ingrained in me. So when I can get a ranged weapon in a game like this and just like kind of do like, you know, quick, uh, like attack and retreat and like kiting enemies around that's my that's my jam so to say yeah yeah it once a kiter always a kiter i feel like you're just running from everything terrified as the other guy's (laughs) just playing a bruiser and they have no fear oh yeah i just i'm basically a little bitch (laughs) it's tough it's tough dude i will say there's some like cool synergies and stuff when you're kiting that i think are kind of cool like stuff that maybe is not as useful or well it's still useful but it's extra fucking useful when you're kiting like uh dionysus's dash is he's yeah. the party guy right like his dash is like it, it you run away you buy by dashing and then it like puts a poison cloud where you were so you basically just like constantly make them run through all these poison clouds to get to you while you're shooting them and you're like fuck yeah i'm so sick right now it's such a sick synergy god damn um yeah i mean i kind of yeah, i did cool something dash. similar in uh in divinity 2 that i'm playing right now also where hmm. i'm a I'm a ranged character, but I spec a little bit into like a, a rogue, um, like a rogue talent tree kind of. Oh, oh, rogue light, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly, a rogue like, um, and to get like a, like a stealth teleport away, just because yeah, I can like attack at a range. The enemy gets up to me, and I just boop, move. Yep, yep. So I think that just basically, 
I think that sums up why I like the bow so much. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. Oh, God, kiting. Well, cool. Um, Another aspect of this game that I really liked that I think kind of puts a, a, a cool spin to like the acquiring skills and acquiring power-ups is the use of the of the Greek god mechanic mm-hmm. of like every couple of chambers or so you a, a Greek god comes to you and can, you know, bestow upon you like a one boon. of their, yeah, one of their boons or what they're called. And like each god has like a specific ability so like we were saying Dionysus has this like drunken cloud that can confuse people or like if you have Aphrodite um Aphrodite I believe she like she has weaken a... your enemies like yeah, so she their gives attack weak. damage gets less um <laughs> which by the way that splash art for Aphrodite I know oh, right wow. <laughs> that's the sex scene right there she also has her call um, is, uh, I don't know, I can't remember what it's called, but you, like, you seduce the nearest enemy to your side, um, and so they just fight the their, their closest enemy for, like, three seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really powerful as well. Um, and she has some crazy, uh, super powerful, uh, boons. Like one of them is, um, any, any ability or anything that causes weak has a 15% chance to do that, uh, to, to like, uh, bewitch the, an enemy, um, and when a boss is bewitched, they just stand there and don't attack you. Uh, Hell yeah. So nice. that was that was the way that I was able to kill Hades the first time was by making him stand there and not attack me. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, it's like really cool. They all have their own respective, I guess, like uh, their own respective you know, abilities that can help you on your, on your battle. So like what I like to do is whenever I meet Athena, I'll usually equip her abilities, which is like deflecting. Mm -hmm. I'll equip that to my dodge. So that way I just can dodge everywhere, just deflect all the shit and never take damage. Hell yeah. Um, And then like Dionysus, I usually will equip to my cast because Mm -hmm. I do like that drunken bomb. And then, Mm. um, I think usually I'm still trying to figure out my best attack. I think I forget her name. The Huntress. Mm. Uh, Artemis. Uh, Artemis. I like Artemis's attack right now because it's very powerful. The so um, plus good. damage and uh, uh, crit chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you have the brawler gloves where your okay, attack yeah. speed is like way up and you have Artemis's attack, it's just like you just plow through all these people. Yeah. Like Yep. I like I said, I got all the way through like the the third, you know, third chamber of the third world the first time I equipped the gloves because Artemis had that attack boon for me. And so like I was literally just like I think Megara, like, usually I would fight her for 
solid like two or three minutes but this time i literally just like went into her face and just punched her like yeah. all the way yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. i think she was down within a minute and i was like this is powerful i like yeah. this <laughs> dude there's like awesome so that's i think another staple of a, this genre of games is that there's like a curve like enemies are slowly getting tougher in the different worlds and you need to like meet the curve as best you can or surpass the curve so in that case what you're like describing to me sounds like you had the great fortune and great strategy to create a build that was strong enough that it was ahead of the curve and you're like holy fuck i am so much more powerful than i expected to be right now like this is fucking rad Mm -hmm. um Exactly. And then I will like, I will caveat like, you know, all of these encounters with the Greek gods are random. So you could equip the brawler gloves again, but then Artemis never shows up. And since then, I've had the brawler gloves and have struggled to get past Megara in other runs because it's like, (laughs) come back, Artemis. I miss you. Wait, (laughs) why is Poseidon here again? Fuck you, Poseidon. Poseidon, I'll always pick you second at all the challenges, and then you'll make a wave run after me, and it's just kind of annoying, and it kind of hurts me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stupid wave. So what's Um, really... Oh, go ahead. No, go talk. I was just going to say that in context of this roguelike with another roguelike that I think is like a true titan in the genre, at least for me, is Dead Cells. And something that Dead Cells does is it tries to very not randomly... uh, bring you potential benefits to your build so if it notices you have some poison uh items on you already it'll try to drop things that affect people who are poisoned and so it tries to like give you these multiplicative synergies uh at times to just get you ahead of the curve as best it can it doesn't always work of course but it's really interesting in that game to see that they're actively trying to like figure out how they can make your shit broken and awesome uh and give it to you um or at least synergize, trying to give you something. So then you, you know, when you're switching halfway through, you're like, fuck, like this isn't working anymore. I might have to get out of poison entirely. Anyways, but it's just it's just cool to think that, you know, if you imagine this game like being blessed in that way, like it feels like Dead Cells, the way that they do it in that particular game, is like also like a god watching you trying to like bless your run, which is pretty cool. Mm. I think that that would be ridiculously overpowered in this game uh i think the main difference is that in dead cells um all of those abilities are attached to weapons um or like items that you can only hold a certain number of Mm -hmm. um and this game those things tend to be like you can have one um boon affect each of your main skills like dramatically and then there's like sub effects which you can have pretty much as many as you can find um and so if they tried to actively power up the things that you already had um then you would be able to just ball out of control like every game which would be cool it's a different balance i mean they would but it's a different yeah yeah no, yeah, it's just yeah. interesting because I think of what the story that's being told, right? Like in the way that um, that Zoe just described it in the sense of like, um, I've already forgotten that God's name. It like blessed me this time. Artemis blessed me this time. 
And it's interesting because actually like that, and I think this game generally does an amazing job of all of the other elements like fitting together and stuff like that. But it's, it's interesting to compare to Dead Cells and to be like, whoa, like Dead Cells actually kind of has a weird God blessing you theme in it. They just don't call it that at all. In fact, they don't talk about it at all whatsoever. But it was just interesting, at least intellectually, to consider like you could see a version of Hades in your mind's eye, not saying it's better or worse, but where a single God is trying to protect you that run and is trying to benefit you and does come back more often than random to try to really get you through because um, mm. it would just fit the theme of it. It's just an interesting concept, mm. but yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see. So let's go in a circle and talk about our favorite God. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh zoe why don't you start with that what's your favorite god I, I was i was joking but actually my favorite is artemis i really like her she's cool because artemis gives you the power <laughs> yeah exactly that power felt great i want her to come back come yeah. back you'll be chasing back, that for baby. the rest of your life that's, that's that's what that's what it is to be a roguelike player it's like fuck that one time i had that sick build and i fucked it up on the boss i'm so sorry well even before this like i did a run right before this podcast and i died to my guard i was like this fucking sucks exactly. <laughs> god i died to one of her sisters and i was like what the fuck man um, yeah oh jesus yeah okay did you die to the murder one Yes, Murder. she's brutal, bro, and she's close range and everything. And I'm like, my bow. <laughs> it was awkward as hell. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get to like the final state, final like quarter of her battle or whatever, and you have like no movement range. Yeah, dude, that is also something. By the way, that hmm, am I gonna say this and am I wrong? Probably. Okay, cool. Um, this game does a lot of bosses with phases. Where they're like, I'm invulnerable now. Give me a second. Uh, and I fucking hate that. <laughs> That's just me personally. I don't really hold it against this game at all. But I just, oh, I fucking hate that. Because what I really like in these games is if I, for whatever reason, have like a broken build, I want to fuck that boss up in the first five seconds. I just want to like, they're doing their intro animation or something where they're like, oh, get you. And you just smash them right in the face and just chunk half their health. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I know... Uh, at least in Dead Cells, some of the bosses you can just basically destroy. Like, it's, it feels like you're cheating. Like, you just, because of whatever, like, whatever build you have in that exact moment is super broken. Now, keep in mind, in Dead Cells, the curve aggressively goes upwards. And so much so that your build will be, like, kind of not as good halfway through. And you'll have to kind of ditch it, typically. So, like, in that moment, you're strong. You're going to slowly lose to this race. And you know you have a good head start. But you just want to fuck this first boss up so hard that they don't even know what the fuck hit them. Um and you can kind of you can kind of do that, but they just like you do that, and they're like, "Excuse me, let me just, I need a, I need another phase. Let me just reset here." Um, okay, cool. Okay, now we can fight each other again. I'm just like, "Damn, I just I just want to smash your face, and if I take the damage, I take the damage." But I just know I have so much of it. But okay, well, whatever. So, I mean, that I feel like that's that sort of thing you can kind of do it in this game. Like I yeah. uh, I beat that murder chick without taking a single point of damage earlier today. Um, because I just happened upon the most bullshit build in the first, like, four rooms of the first, uh, world. And then with the spear, um, 
and then um, made it all the way to Hades without basically getting any upgrades to my build and then died. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's not the ending I expected. <laughs> um, so I feel like it is possible that like yeah. that fight took oh, me yeah. like maybe 10, like 15 seconds, even with the invulnerability. It was yeah. like ridiculously fast. Um, so it is possible to do stuff like that, but it's, it, you need to be a lot stronger, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, sense? you know, the, the, the worm guy. You know what I'm saying? That worm guy. He has like three phases. He is the one that always slows me down even if I'm doing hella damage. Because then I have to kill all those little guys. But, you know, look, it's it's no big deal. James, what's your favorite god? I'm curious. Do you have a favorite god or is it the hammer? <laughs> oh, my God. The hammer is the strongest upgrade by far. Um, so, Daedalus? No. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I I really like Demeter, the ice god. Hmm. Well, she's the god of the seasons, but they decided that they needed an ice ability, so they gave her ice. Because, um, like, a lot of her abilities suck, and then some of them are super dope. So I just always go for it and hope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Another staple of roguelikes. She she has one ability. My favorite ability, I think, is um, she turns your cast, the the thing that McCoy hates, um, yep. into a laser that just shoots at enemies and tracks um, and does a lot of damage. I think that's really cool. It changes the way that I play the game a lot, so that's really fun. Um, and then she has this one boon that, um, brings another of your boons down to white, like super common, uh, rarity, and then upgrades it every three rooms to a new rarity. So that one's Whoa. really cool as well. Yeah. James, only you can last more than three rooms. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if I have a favorite god per se. Maybe Zeus? I at least, I don't know. Zeus I like because he synergizes with himself very nicely. I mean, they all do in their own ways. Like, I, I just like the things where you can kind of stack on top of each other to kind of get crazy. Like, right now, I have that the, the gun, and then the first upgrade I got with it was a burst fire, but you don't have to reload. So it kind of like takes, and it was my first run with it. So I was like, perfect. I don't have to even engage with this reload mechanic. That sounds like a good idea for me as a beginner. <laughs> so I'll just hold down the, the, you know, the button and just shoot people. And then you get on top of that, like you're hitting people and it's bouncing lightning to enemy around them. And then on top of that, you get extra bounces from him. And then you also on top of that get like basically extra damage to everyone who's been hit by lightning. And so it's just like, I'll shoot someone that's on screen and like six people off screen will just die. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, so that's fun. Um, Cause the, the chain gun and burst is kind of like the brawler gloves, but with range. Cause it has like a, a similar attack speed, but just in range. Um, so it's just but like, it, it's just this, what? It doesn't. Uh, so the, the brawler basic attack um, makes the enemy flinch and the, Yes. 
The gun does not. I wonder if the lightning does, or if like other status effects do. I think I it know, might. like, yeah, I I don't remember, but either way, just run, <laughs> run, <laughs> no matter what, no matter if they flinch or not. Like that was the thing. I used to like make people flinch and like be certain of it when i was new and then i would meet an armored opponent and they would smash my face specifically those like really fat ones that just like run at you and i'm like i'm hitting you aren't you supposed to stop and he's like no i'm armored what are you talking about <laughs> so now i just run no matter what i don't even care i'm like i just unless i'm absolutely certain there's like one guy on screen and i'm pretty sure i can just stun lock him to death i'm just running i'm just running that's it i don't care i'm moving um especially because there's like projectiles coming from off screen i don't even know i haven't even seen them yet i'm running fuck it um i respect that so wait, okay, so going back to the, the projectile thing, you had said that you typically don't like these bullet hell style games. So it's kind of like, this is like roguelike meets bullet hell, like kind of in the middle. Uh, and maybe you don't like either of those things, uh, but but how do you how are you feeling about it in general? Like having played a bunch of hours and stuff like that, like in terms of the bullet hell chaos, I think specifically. Uh, still hate it. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. Like I think uh, in the fire, in the second world, the fire hellscape area where you fight the multi-headed snake the like, hydra yeah yes yeah the hydra like it's manageable like it, actually this is what's like with all the encounters like it starts off by being manageable all of the projectiles you see you can kind of start figuring out patterns you kind of know the indicators so you're able to like channel but then it's like the game just wants to completely shit all over you for the last 30 seconds of the fight so then suddenly it's like not only are the snakes now like shooting out fire bullets but also there's just random lava balls that are just flying at you at all corners and so suddenly you're just like wait why did we upgrade to this all of a sudden like where am i and there, there are a couple times where I just kind of lose track of where my character is, but I'm just like spamming the space button and clicking and like, I've, I've changed it now. So my specials on my right click button. Mm-hmm. So like my both attack and special are on my mouse. So I just kind of like space, 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 right, left, right, left, right, left, like just, <laughs> just do that and kind of like go around in a circle and eventually they die or eventually I die. But like, it's, but it, it I, I still kind of hate it just for that aspect of it. It's like, oh, like, we were just being cute. Now unleash hell. <laughs> yeah. <like>, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What about you, James? You seem to be a bullet hell lover. Like, if, if it's this and Risk of Rain, then, like, you're just so, into that shit. Are you just, like, a savant at dodging, or what's the deal? That's hilarious because um, I really hate, like, classic bullet hell games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I really like the kind of roguelike, um, randomized, like getting better, um, of this sort of thing. I I guess I like it in this kind of context. Um, where you just need to be like super aware of all the enemies and all the things happening. Um, but it's not specifically about dodging all of the bullets in patterns and shit. Just like crazy patterns. Like, like you're talking about like the fucking, like you're a spaceship and they're like, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. That's where the bullet hell 
like tag name comes from and i've never been interested in playing that kind of game ever kind of feels like an apt name right like bullet hell is literally what it is it's hell yeah right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um but the like i don't know i like um i like this so yeah i i guess i'm i am a fan of these this kind of bullet hell dude i like seeing the numbers go up the numbers do go up that's really that's actually that's really what it is i like the numbers going up that's a risk of rain thing if anything right (laughs) yeah 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 Mm -hmm. um or like diablo or some shit Dude, the end game of this, when you were streaming it, really did remind me of the end game of Diablo, which unfortunately is not a compliment at all. The end game of Diablo fucking sucks. You navigated <laughs> super well, but it was just like shit everywhere and just constant spamming. Like I could just hear your keyboard and your mouse was like, and like things yeah, yeah, were yeah. like, but it's, yeah, it's let just me give you an it's example. Like, that was kind of what it sounded like. Agreed. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> it was like that. It's funny though, actually, having like when I got, had further later runs, I was like, oh, actually. And in fact, James and I did a run together where he was watching and he was like giving me tips about different, different bosses. And there's actually a lot more uh, skill in that. Uh, like in the, oh, you got to get this guy's back, or oh, this guy does three attack three times uh, in this manner on his third stage, specifically the Hydra. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool. But it's funny because watching you, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's just like shit is just blowing up and somehow you're like not getting hit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) that's not how it happens when I play. This doesn't seem right. Um, So, (laughs) but yeah. uh, Oh, God. I I actually think the late game of this, especially because it ends, is way better than Diablo. But man, if you ever play Diablo endgame, I don't recommend it. It it's just here's what here's your homework. Uh, Optional, obviously. Um, because I, I can't tell you what to do anyone including listener um but if you go on twitch and you watch diablo 3 streamers uh that are because like streamers that play this game a lot they're at the highest level beyond and i don't just mean like of skill i mean like of progression in the game they're not typically like oh i just started they're like yeah i've been playing for like six months straight every single day and you're like okay cool and they just have this weird like vibe about them like they're just destroying everything in front of them and just suck like soaking up all the items or more specifically like, looking for legendaries but they don't feel it sounds so fucked up they don't feel like they're alive like they're just sort of like sitting there like huh like kind of enjoying it as they're just destroying hundreds of hundreds of enemies in front of me and nothing ever gets close to them or does anything and they just use these insane aoe's and they just sort of walk through the rooms just disintegrating everything in front of them as they sort of are like talking to their chat or whatever like oh is that's a legendary and it's just like a very strange um like numbers went up to the nth degree uh situation yeah i feel like i i have played diablo and i get bored of it relatively quickly and by that I mean like after twenty hours, um, yeah. of like a season, because um, at a certain point, I don't know. At a certain point, the numbers are too high. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's insane. <laughs> um, maybe the maybe the uh, the the response, the like Pavlovian type response to numbers going up, just fades. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's well, weird. Well, on that topic, and and Gabe, you can speak to this, but World of Warcraft has done at least one, if not two, number crunches or number whatever the fucks, where they actually turn the numbers down so that they yeah, can try to get crunch. away from. Yeah, have they done more than one of those, bro? Yep. I think they've done two, possibly three now. Wow. Wow. So so that's specifically where you're hitting for a million and then they just decide that a million now is equal to a thousand or something. Like drastic. Yeah. It's like no, everybody it, has it's like uh it's like when a currency fails. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like you would see people or players with like multi million uh HP and hitting for you know, insane amounts, and then they just stat crunch everything, so now people are back to, like, a couple thousand HP and hitting for, like, mm-hmm. in the hundreds. Yeah. Uh, and that and it's, has, it's its own can of worms. I feel like that's actually, like, like people might get pissed off when that happens because it's like, oh, no, my number went down to only 100. But I feel like that's actually kind of, like, a little bit what they want. Yeah. Because then you don't have to deal with, like, these insane numbers everywhere. Right. Um, and also, I think it helps with, like, computation. Oh, weird. So, that would make sense, especially with so many people playing that game. Yeah, especially because uh. a lot of people played World of Warcraft on older computers. So oh, it's right. its own, like, case of, you know, it's it does kind of suck seeing your numbers go down. But in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of a good thing. But some people are still up in the air about that. Gabe, okay, do you remember? I was like, I think it might have been a UI mod or maybe it was standard. But like, you know, if you go from one damage to 10 damage that you see the increase because the, the, the decimal point or not the decimal point, the places, you see the extra places. You know what I'm saying? The extra zero. Mm-hmm. And then that goes up to something. But I remember, I think it was a UI mod where eventually it's like you hit a thousand and it was like 1K yeah. instead of the numbers. And then it's like, uh, you know, 1M or 1 you know b or something like that and it was just such a strange but like that in a sense is number crunching too but it's also strange to be like now there's letters involved and like you get really excited when you see an extra letter which is just like a weird yeah <laughs> it's not the same as the numbers you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean people will get like mods too where you could you would, i think it's called like floating battle text so mm-hmm. when you like hit somebody for damage you like you would see the numbers like fly across your screen i think that's mm-hmm. added to another case of people being like ah oh, yes the numbers. <laughs> Look at how hard I hit. Let them fly. Exactly. Yes. Oh god. Yeah. Oh. And the other thing, you by the way, have that I never think played is... a cookie clicker, McCoy. <laughs> no, I haven't, and I don't plan on playing any clicker. Fuck clickers. I don't. I only know very little bit about them, but no, no. Well, you don't like them in uh, Last of Us. Oh, actually, also, I hate the clickers in Last of Us because they fuck you up like one hit and it's fucked up. But that's a separate story. I don't know um, what that reference is. Oh, dude, James, one day. Um, the, you'll I think find the other out thing and you'll that, hate it. So, so if you like numbers going up, that's reasonable. What I like on the other side of that is health bars getting chunked, specifically boss health bars getting chunked, where you hit them for double or triple or quadruple the damage you, you were hitting them for before. And you see that little like the white that's the damage you did. And then it like, you know, slides down like nice hit. And you're like, oh, God, I'm amazing. So. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, that's kind of what my strategy is in like uh, in like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, that kind of style, where like I level up a ton 
before fighting the bosses just so I can maximize that, like, I can get a hit on them and I can just see, like, that chunk taken out and just feel so good versus, like, doing a lot of little hits where you're kind of, like, whittling them down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just live for that one hit chunk, one hit chunk, even if it's, like, a build where I'm, like, slower. Yeah. Um, And it does kind of go against, like, the kiting strat, but since you can't, kite as effectively in that kind of game yeah. then that's that's what i go for next is like the the big chunk <laughs> the <laughs> the big chunk is <laughs> did, Gabe, did i ever show you I, I maybe you i maybe i showed you once and maybe you even showed me back but there's like a video of someone beating i think it's like pontiff sullivan or something with oh like yeah i've seen that now that's some real chunks it's <laughs> yeah insane they just like it's buff a, themselves and then perfect counter and kill the boss in one hit so basically, they they acquired every item they possibly could in the entire game to give themselves this insane advantage, where they're like casting all these spells and like equipping these items, then putting them away, then putting them on their back, then then putting out the parry knife, and then the boss typically opens with this amazing dash attack at you, and it's the most epic shit the first time because you're like, this this boss has such a a grace to them and such a beauty to their music and a beauty to the cathedral in which you fight them, and then they just dash all the way across the entire room straight at your fucking face and hit you but what people learned which is something you would never do first time fighting this boss at least i would never do because i'm too busy being terrified is they realize you could parry that move specifically and so this boss does this amazing dash across the room straight into your fucking face and then you just hard parry that shit for the counter and stab them straight in the heart and if you like switch all your weapons and do all this crazy nonsense and are hurt and are using this ring that gives you extra damage and you stack everything you can literally one shot that boss in the most epic fashion possible it's unfucking believable and the first time i saw it after having played the game like a normal person i i, I almost wept like it's just like <laughs> you just know how hard that was and just how amazing this d- d- like destruction was so anyways um, damn dark yeah, souls am i right <clears throat> yeah d souls i got a button for that okay cool um i was really late on that so i <laughs> contemplated not doing it but okay cool um Anything else that everybody wants to touch on this game? There's a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, okay, fuck it. Should we, like, do a little bit more on, like, the music and the visuals and, like, the outside of game storytelling where it dribbles you story and it dribbles you character interactions and it does all that stuff uh, while you're playing in a way that, like, I feel like a lot of these roguelikes don't do. It has so many systems outside for you to play with and enjoy and meet the characters and stuff like that. They made Cerberus cute. Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> you can pet Cerberus, bro. You can pet the dog. I'm <laughs> so happy. Ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. But real talk though, like when you get like the golden elixir. Oh shit, I call it a council term. It's not a golden elixir. Oh, mother. <laughs> like the, you know you know the Yeah. The the weird I, I, the the Nectar. The golden nectar, yeah, that's, that's what they what call it. But um it's not ambrosia. Like as soon as like I got one of those golden nectars and they're like, you can gift it to anybody. I was like, I'm going to give it to Cerberus because <laughs> I was just like, who's a good boy? He's going to get his little golden nectar. But um, I don't know, like I love the art style in this game so much and I love the character design. Um, I think it's a very cool kind of refreshing take on Greek mythology in a way where it's like, it's your typical, it's your usual suspects, but the way that they 
created these characters is just so intriguing and their dialogue is also just really well done where it's like you I kind of struggle to figure out who I want to build relationships with more um and like you know who like who who gets my next golden nectar thing of like mm. you know I I'm really not sure how that goes um you know so some people are just like really really intriguing like I think Athena's character design is really intriguing but then like you also have like Orpheus who's just like quite an eyesore where it's like oh, Jesus Christ who are you dude yeah. <laughs> or like you have the uh, you have you have chaos where you look at chaos's character and you're just like what the hell am I looking at right now I have no idea <laughs> but yeah but like I don't know it 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 makes the story I don't know like I said it just I think a reason why I put six hours into this game was because even when you die and you respawn in it's almost you know, the depths of hell it's like there's still more to discover and more people to talk to and there's new dialogue options that open up hmm. and so it's just like oh I'm, like I died but oh, I'm gonna go talk to Nyx and see what she's up to mm. yeah that's kind of what I was going to say. I was going to be like, it's almost like, oh, cool, I died. I get to go progress the story. <clears throat> and talk to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Not cool. to mention that, like, the your home base is also where you, like, do a lot of your upgrades, such as, like, the, the gem. Like, you have a bunch of gemstones that you can trade in for, like, either improvements in the chambers that you fight in, but also, like... You could just do cosmetic changes if you sure. want, like sure. change the draperies, because why the fuck not? <laughs> like, yep. yep. Is there, James, is there any value to doing cosmetic changes, or is it just like a way to spend your gemstones if you so choose? Um, the cosmetic, the ones that are like this one doesn't, this one is purely cosmetic. Like, yeah, like, or it's, like, change change the drape colors, like, red, gray, gold, like... Yeah, you can I think that they... color swatches. I think that those ones mostly, no. I think that they might give you new conversations. Okay. But I don't think that they will affect anything else. Yeah. It's not like, oh, the the golden drapes fills you with determination. Your critical chances increase this next round. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but look, dude, there's still time. It's not released yet, like there's still time. Yeah, very true. I think I think that they will not do that. Um but you never know. Bold stance. Um okay. Maybe the last thing we should touch on before we raid is actually, like... So, I played this game way back when it first released. Um, yeah. And... Because I actually, similar to to Zoe in that way, just loved uh, Bastion so much. Um, and then I actually thought Transistor was cool, but was not in love with Transistor. I just couldn't get over the art style being so truly amazing that I was like, well, worth it. But the actual game itself, I was kind of like, I don't... I don't know if I love this. I like it. I don't know if I love this. Um, which, like, fair enough. Uh, but again, the art set was so incredible. Like, my phone background is just the transistor person with their sword. That lady, like, red or something. Anyways, it's been for years. But anyways, 
Um, so I found this game on the Epic Store slash like found it somehow when it first started and I was starting to play it. And um, it's it was very similar to this, except very different. I don't know how to describe that, but I'm apparently going to try. And uh, it was it was much more bare bones back then uh, where I could be wrong because I'm not amazing at the game as has already been outlined. But I got the sense that they had less content in the game, like a lot less content in the game in terms of how far you could go. And as a result, they wanted to just like kill you earlier. So it just got insane really fast Um, because they kind of had to stop you. Yeah, Um, that's definitely true. I I know for a fact that it launched with just the first world mm -hmm. of which there are now four. Yeah. And so something like that where it was just like, it was it was very much like the sameness of that first world uh, with like just a couple different enemy types. And then it would just get so insane that you were just like, fuck me. It doesn't matter what I have going on. I'm just dead, at least if you're at my skill level. Um, and I got all sorts of upgrades and things from the mirror, but it was just like, oh, God, I can't. Um, they had less weapons, obviously, but they had still actually a decent variety. They had, I think, the sword, the shield and the spear and the bow. I think maybe they literally started with all that or maybe I came in a couple updates past the beginning. Um they definitely still had a lot of like meeting the different characters and that you could give them gifts and stuff like that and get the trinkets. Uh, they didn't have any of the like building around the, uh, your, your world. Like, I think you couldn't change the drape colors, but you also couldn't build any of those other things that actually give you value. Uh, a lot of the skill tree wasn't there yet. Um, a lot of, I think there's way less gods there. I know there wasn't Dionysus and I know there wasn't chaos. Um, but I think they've also changed the boons and stuff like that and how they work. And there certainly weren't multiple variations on the weapons afterwards sort of like late game style at least not that i was aware of Mm. um and so you kind of add all that together and it was fun but it was like it's like not done yet obviously and i know that's like so obvious for an early access game but i think it's worth at least pondering like what early access does to your game potentially because like I wish for this game, as you've heard from this podcast, you know, playing it a year later or something like that, it has a lot to offer and a lot to offer people that you wouldn't expect it to offer anything. Um, But like, will they get an official launch that people care about? I'm not sure because the name has been around for a long time. I hope they will for their sake and for this game's sake, it probably deserves it. Um, But there is nothing like a first experience. And it's interesting that I think them going early access on the Epic store uh, in some ways took like their most hardcore fan base and was like, here's the worst version of the game, like play a bunch of hours. And uh, I just think that's a reality of early access. Uh, And it's something I think we should all consider just just in general. I I don't know. I I think that's interesting intellectually to think about because I know that at least happened to me. and I was like, dude, I'm a fucking fan. I'm buying this game regardless. And then I played it a bunch and I was like, cool. So in a sense, I've wasted these hours. I didn't waste them, but I actually like, I wish I had spent them on this version of the game instead of that version of the game. And in a res- but, I, but I couldn't because I'm like already kind of reaching my satiation point with the game early. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I've already played this first world a bunch of times with these weapons a bunch of times. There's different stuff I can unlock, but it's piecemeal enough right that like i'm like is this substantially changing my game or do i have to like try to go find it so it's just it's just an interesting conundrum um i'm sure epic paid them a ton of money to go exclusive with them and maybe they needed that money in order to get this game out 
and maybe they needed the early access money for this game anyways. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't like blame them for this, but I do think it is interesting to consider that, you know, a first impression for a game like this is huge. Like, I expected to never return to this game after having played it. Um, even though, uh, like, Linnea, friend of the podcast, was saying great things about it all the whole time. She's like, bro, this has gotten so much better. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking rad. But I was just, like, done. You know? I I'd, I'd played my game uh, enough. And so I'm actually really glad that you brought us back in, James. But I do think, like, early access is such a strange thing to do to a game that like this. And even most games, honestly. And we kind of are moving towards that world. And I personally think it's a huge choice and a huge decision for a studio to do that. And I think they should be willing... Or they should be at least aware of like the negative side effects that it can have. Did you play Dead Cells Early Access? Um, no. No, I didn't. And so this game and Dead Cells actually have a very similar trajectory, in which case I'm, th- I'm hoping that Hades is very successful. And it sounds like it's getting more successful because both of those games had an initial release. They had a lot of promise. And then later there was like a bubbling up of people just being like, yo, this game has arrived now. It's fucking rad now. Like, let's jump back in. And so that was the point where I jumped in with that game. And it was like, and they've added since then. But at that time when I played it, it was delightfully complete. Like, like amazing. Like they didn't need to change a single thing about that game and it would be amazing. So it's just a difference of, of coming in points. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, Hades at this point? Yeah, why don't we just do get into that? you think it's complete? Um, I don't know if I think it's complete, but I have really enjoyed... Well, first of all, going to going to keyboard and mouse did change the fuck out of my experience. That's step one. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's complete per se, but there's a lot here. Like a lot, a lot here. Um, and there's enough variety and enough weird like powers and stuff that, yeah, I, I feel like totally confident recommending this game to someone, um, in a way that like you now. weren't before. Yeah. I would not really recommend Hades to people before, honestly, for me. Um, it had all the cool stories, not okay. Not all. It had a lot of the cool story stuff, the cool character stuff, um, or enough to like tease you and be like, this is cool. This art says cool. This amazing is this, uh, the art style is cool. The, uh, music is cool. Like all that other stuff. But the, the, the problem was that the gameplay felt so barren that it's, right. it became one of those roguelikes where you just played a bunch and then you realize you're not having fun anymore. And then yeah. you just stop. And that's the way that game ends for you is like, Oh, I'm not having fun with this game anymore. I'm putting it down. Whereas like games can end with a banger if they're not roguelikes, <laughs> you know what I mean? They could be like, that was the fucking end, bro. Nice. And you're like, oh shit, that was the end. Uh, but but that game, just at least when it first came out, maybe even still now, um, it was just such a like a, there's just nothing here for me to do anymore. And it's just like, it was such a sour taste to leave. Like, yeah. you know, comparing to Bastion or something like that. Because um, like, like, but James, you've played this so much more. Like, surely there's so much more to be had here in the sort of later game and the end game and the the stuff like that. Like, surely it's, do you you think you'll end this game because you'll just realize you're not having fun one day? Or like, how do you think you'll stop? Um, I think I'll just find another game and get into that one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
like it's already kind of starting to happen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I played this game a ton for a month and a half. And by a ton, I mean, I put in like 50 hours. Um, Damn. And, uh, and you know, I've, I, I haven't played it as much in the last few weeks. Um, and so it was kind of fun to also go back after a few weeks off to, to the game, uh, or of like kind of wind down. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that, um, I kind of hit a point where I am making the game harder for myself. So that's the end game is making the game progressively more difficult uh, for yourself, adding um, uh, heat levels, they're called. Um, and then it gives you more and more rewards for like beating bosses. Um at those heat levels. Um, actually, it gives you the same rewards uh, as it does the first time you beat them without any heat. Um, but those those uh, currency items are only achievable by going up in heat and beating that boss another time. Uh, so specifically, that's the Titan Blood the ambrosia and the diamonds. Um, And those are used to do the most significant upgrades. So I have a few more upgrades that I'd like to get uh, and see kind of what happens when I have those. Um, But... So I might be hitting the end of what I really want to do with the game. And then I think I'll probably be done for now until a new patch comes out. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, if you were going to jump in on a new patch, because I was thinking back, like, there's been a lot of new patches. And I can't imagine, like, because these new patches have been, they've been good. But, like, imagine, like, playing all this game. Like, so imagine this, right? Like. You play the six hours you've played this this week, and then next month they introduce a new god. So ninety percent of the game you're getting the old gods, but ten percent you do get these other new gods. Like, is that worth it to you to put another six hours, or like? Uh, I mean. So with six hours, you've only prob- seen like ten percent of the game to begin with. Right. Like I haven't met the ice god that you've mentioned um i think you might need to reach the surface to get her right yeah so like i definitely need to at least like have a complete run before i've unlocked a whole bit of the game i think because i've started i i don't want to say so late in the game but like the game's been out for quite a bit, so it is going to take me a little while longer to unlock the game's full potential, like to get on James's level, for instance. Um, and so probably by the time like I actually am able to do that, the whole game's probably going to launch <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the curiosity will will probably get to me for sure. Like, I follow them. I follow Super Giant Games on Twitter. I see the releases that they have in the patch notes. Now, granted, this next patch isn't coming out until June, I think. It's going to take a while until their next patch. Um, maybe by then I'll have beaten the game, but only time will tell. <laughs> it's hard to say right now, just because of how new I am to it. Fair enough. Let's uh, let's rate this. Uh, Zoe, why don't we start with you? That you so you allegedly, go. this is the type of game in every way that you would hate, and yet, here we are. I think 40% of that has to deal with the fact that it's super giant games. I'm going <laughs> to say 40% has to deal with that. Just because I, I, I've already talked about it before. Their art style is amazing. And... They've really upped their voice acting game. And like I said, the music just hypes me up so much where it's just like I just I get it stuck in my head. I'm like, I've got to play. So those things alone, I will account that for 40 percent of my liking this game. Um, But I mean, okay, so overall, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to give this game a thumbs up. And this is also kind of where I want to, like, amend one of my prior ratings to the game. <laughs> oh, don't, we all, don't we fuck it all. <laughs> like, I, think, I think I gave Risk of Rain 2 a thumbs up, and now I kind of want to downgrade that to a meh. Oh, I think you gave it a meh. Am I wrong on that? Fuck. Audience. I don't remember. Fuck. Okay. I, don't I might have either. actually given it a meh. If, if I gave it a meh, then I stand by that. But in the event that I strangely gave it a thumbs up, like this kind of roguelike game I'm really liking. I think a lot of that though has to deal with not so much the play style as much as the the compliments to the play style. So the visuals, the um the the visuals, the music, the storyline, uh the weapon I guess the weapon abilities are part of the roguelike genre that makes it interesting. But um, I don't know. I, I like the fact that this game has pretty concrete beginnings and ends where I feel like I can easily pick this game up and put it down and come back and still know what I'm doing. In the sense that like I think a whole run takes about like, I don't know, let's say a, a run takes about 30 minutes. It's like, I don't know, I want a 30 minute lunch break at work as I'm working from home. Fuck it. I'll, I'll do a round of Hades, like mm-hmm. being able to just pick that up. Right. And yeah. then as soon as I die, like walk away and be OK with that um, is cool. I really like just that kind of easy, you know, you, you can grind the game game if you want to. But if you just want a quick hit and be done then that's also possible with this game and it's that's really cool to me um so yeah thumbs up for me i i really like the game i'm i'm interested to see where they go um you know i didn't have the experience of this game being in the early early access stages it's now just in the early access stage um so uh I guess we'll see where it, where it goes, but I'm optimistic. I feel like they're really trying hard to optimize the experience for everybody. 
and I think I see that effort there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Awesome. Uh, Gabe, you've already said this is not your cup of tea. Do you want to throw a rating down at this game or just so not your cup of tea? You're like, fuck that. <laughs> no, it's, it's not like that. <laughs> um, I, I, I tend to look at it more objectively. Like it's, you know, it's not my cup of tea, but I can see, I can see the game there and why people like it. It's not like I'm like, oh, who, who would like this? Come on. <laughs> it's not council level. Exactly. Okay, mother. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's, yeah, so it might not be my, my cup of tea or like my favorite game, but I appreciate what they've done. Like, I, I really like the art style. I think that's really cool. Um, even the mechanics, I can appreciate and respect what they bring to the table. And it clearly, um, clearly you can see that the developers have really worked hard on this game and put a lot of polish into it and are really making it their own. And I respect that. Um, it's just, unfortunately for me, it's just, I'm not a huge fan of bullet hells and especially not the, I guess like you said, like the isometric, like top down ish type view. Mm -hmm. Um, I like kind of more of the three dimensions and being able to like move the camera around and see all that. Um, kind of like what Divinity does, but then that also comes the case of that's a turn-based game. So yeah. yeah. Um, and like I said before, I really, I do really like Risk of Rain too. Uh, but that makes sense because that's more of that three-dimensional I can kind of control the character more. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like the art. The music's great. I think they have an interesting narrative with like the son of Hades trying to get out. Um, and kind of cool seeing the, like the other gods kind of be like, yo dog, we got you. We'll help you. (laughs) 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 We'll throw you a bone. Um, so yeah, despite me not loving it, I'm still gonna give it a thumbs up because yeah, they put a lot of work into it and it really shows. And I can definitely see why people enjoy this. Awesome, cool. Yeah, um, I guess I'll choose myself. That's a strange thing to do. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, this this is a very strange game for me. I really really unclear exactly what i need what i want to rate it because i also i want to acknowledge that there's so much of this game that fits together in a way that is like you know people throw the word polish around and i it definitely fits here but it's just funny because like polish is not easy like it's not just something you just get because you spent the time or whatever it's like this game this game feels polished in a way that's like it hangs together like the theme uh, like like Gabe was saying that theme of like you're the reason why you're dying over and over again is because you're trying to escape hell and then you like show back up like there again because you're a god like it all even the roguelike mechanics fits well into their story yeah. like everything kind of fits in a beautiful way that's like really impressive um that being said like and, and so I could see why people would enjoy it. That and I and I actually I did enjoy it, and I was definitely enjoying it more on mouse and keyboard. I just I just don't like bullet hell games. Like I don't like chaos really. Um, co- oh, chaos's feelings are hurt. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yo, chaos is fucking strange as shit. Um, also, chaos, chaos is not in the game when I played. <laughs> chaos is weird. <laughs> chaos is weird. Is chaos multiple people or just multiple faces? Multiple faces. Okay. These are the chaos questions. is is one being. Okay. Well, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Asterisk. <laughs> chaos is a series of tubes. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that just makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like. I'm really torn because I like. I'm like contemplating a two thumbs up from the perspective of like maybe two thumbs up means like it's a really great game, but it's just not quite a golden star for me. But then I'm like, no, that's too. That's too high for me. I think. I think I'm probably also a thumbs up, but with an acknowledgement that, the, like the game and I run on into genre differences. I I don't like roguelikes very much because of the way that they peter out. And because of the way that they force me to start over again all the time. They don't really like that. Um, mm -hmm. I, it's weird because actually in multiplayer games, which are kind of, if you're really high, like roguelike games, because you start <laughs> over all the time. <laughs> no, seriously, they kind of are. And actually in that context, I love it because it's a different opponent and it's a chance for me to try again and do better. But in these sorts of games, when I, make, when I get a good build, I just want to get it again. And so the random factor that... If I could choose my build and I could continue to get reps in the same build, I think I would enjoy Roguelikes better more personally because I like to like build on top of my skill set and build on top of you basically just get reps, you know, like, OK, sick. I want the Brawler's Gloves and I want these upgrades and I think I could beat that boss this time. I'll do it better this time. And these, these Roguelikes typically with the randomness of their items, they don't give you that. And so it's sort of just like me just chasing that high again and then eventually it peters out. That's just my opinion. Um, and then Bullet Hell Games... I hate all of them, every, every one, uh, <laughs> just for me personally, because I, I just have a really hard time focusing on all that shit at the same time. Like I like to just, it's kind of a spectrum. I really do see like Dark Souls as the opposite side where it's like mono a mono, like slow attacks, both you and the opponent. And it's very calculatable. Like they do this move. I do this response. I don't have to be super fast about it. I just have to be deliberate and not screw up versus this where it's like true chaos and you have to manage that. So it's just like they feel like opposite sides of the spectrum to me. And I just like I land more on the deliberate side. But hmm. so I think so I think it's a thumbs up from me. But it's like I want to acknowledge that if you think you might be interested in this game. It's awesome for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and it's it's maybe a cut above like normal. Uh for you but like yeah to me like a game of th of this dual genre is like doomed to fail and then even just roguelikes in general i only like i think two i'm sure someone will correct me that i like other ones or something like that but it's just like i What's i like the other one that's not dead cells no like i like i like i like this game <laughs> but oh, i don't okay. love this game okay. got it yeah and then i like completely adore and think is absolutely incredible dead cells um and then maybe if you get, and I'm thinking, I guess I'm thinking like action rogue. Like, if you get out of that's that, actually hilarious because you hate platformers, also. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Why does everyone do these dual genres and they like somehow get like they expect me to like it? I mean, obviously they don't acknowledge me at all in any way. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I guess roguelikes also includes things like fucking. Uh, oh, James, what's that fucking that? It's like a board game game, and it like shows you with the UI all the different moves you can make into the breach. Fuck. Thanks, James. Um, so Into You're the welcome. Breach <laughs> is another roguelike that I feel like is fucking awesome. Uh, but like that one is a more deliberate sort of style. Anyways, who gives a fuck? Point is one thumb. Thank you. Uh, 
I really enjoyed going back to it. I actually think this is a great game to recommend to people now in its state, which is so fucking rad that it gets there. And I hope people try it. Um, but it's just not for me. James, tell us the real answer to how awesome this game is. I mean, I this just I like roguelikes. I like this kind of action, I guess. I um I was actually I was unsure if I would like it going in, but I really do. Um Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give this a gold star cuz I think it's it's really just it hits all the buttons that need to be hit for me. Um Shit. We should have a gold spark. It's gold button fucking sound clip, don't you think? You got a gold, gold star. star. Yeah. Um, what do they do for that fucking show? Do you know the show where the confetti runs from the sky and they're like singing or some shit? Uh, oh, like America's Got Talent yeah, or something yeah, yeah, with yeah. the golden buzzer? <laughs> like, James, if I hit this button, will you go in slow motion for me? <laughs> slow Sorry. motion for me. Okay, um, okay. Go on, James. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, I mean, McCoy said a lot of things. Uh, I'll say a few things. Um, Hell yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, it, I think that, it, as, as, as previously mentioned, it's like really... A, a lot of love has gone into this game. And a lot of serious thought. Um, and it, all towards kind of one goal. I think that the, the game direction uh was was very clear uh and i i think that's one of the things that makes um i'm blanking on the name of this studio super giant games super giant really excellent um is that they they commit to very specific things and they just go in and do it and uh and nail it pretty much every time uh and it's like if that thing is is your cup of tea then you're gonna love it um and in this case i it's my cup of tea so i love it man um uh yeah gold star baby let's go let's go great choice um i mean i guess we could literally just end it there do we know what we're playing next week oh my god is this another Dude, we're just playing by the seat of our pants, but we fucking got this. We got it done this week. We'll get it done next week. You can trust us. Um, I'm about to go fight for Dead Cells for next week because I feel like it'd be a nice follow-up for this game. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, cool. Anyways, take care of yourselves. Seriously, uh, it's a crazy world out there. You fucking know that already. I don't need me to tell you that. But seriously, uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, and- don't touch humans. Um, stay six feet away from all surfaces. Um <laughs> Including the floor. <laughs> the floor is lava. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. This sounds this really dumb. This message brought to you by Visual. Um, yeah, if you can see it, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Look, don't touch. <laughs> oh my god. The COVID oh, is invisible. That'd be great... Get visual. <laughs> yeah. um, oh god. Yeah, I don't know. I just I appreciate I this is so silly, but at a time like this, I just appreciate everyone who's listening. I appreciate all of you for coming here today and talking with me. You know, it's easy to get great choice. Fuck OK, yeah. Well, this fucking thing. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> great choice. Fuck yeah. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you. You were saying no, some really heartfelt shit. No, perfect, dog. <laughs> I'm ending it there. It's fucking over. All right. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> oh, God.